Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. Have you uh, have you ever had like a a memory come back to you that uh, yeah from your childhood or whatever? It could be hell. It could be last week as far as that goes, but it kind of sums up what's going on in the world today I, in, in a weird kind of way. I, it's kind of abstract, but I, I wanted to talk about it because it was something I thought about the other night. And uh, I was, uh, my, fa- my grandfather on my mother's side had a uh, farm, pretty good sized farm, down in uh, Stanton, Missouri, which is just, just a few miles away from us here where I live today. And he, he worked cattle on that, on that ranch. It wasn't a huge one. It was, he, was, he, was, he was not a well-educated man. I think he, I'm not even sure he went to high school. But at the end of the day, he knew how to work, and he knew he knew right from wrong, and he knew you know things that were going on. He knew how to make a buck, put it that way. Granted, he was no he was no scholar, and I'm not here to claim that he was, but he was a good man, and he he worked hard his whole life. And in this particular instance, I was on the farm with him one day. I was probably eh, I, I was pre preteen, I would say preteen, and I, I distinctly remember him talking we were walking through a field and it, in in this particular part of the country it's it's kind of rocky okay so it's not it's not what you'd call farmland per se it was more for grazing cattle he was a cattleman and we were walking along and we saw what it looked like I'll never forget this it looked like a a band of uh, it, it, it looked like a have you ever you ever seen someone lay out a a bicycle tube? Yeah, you know, now I don't even sure. I'm not even sure they have tubes in the bicycle tires now. But at the time, it looked like what you would consider a tube was laying there on the ground. And my grandfather said, "You see that?" And we walked over there and we got kind of close to it. And it, it was a snake. It was a, a copperhead, actually, a copperhead. And my grandfather was explaining. He said, "He said these things are deadly." They really are," he said. "You got to stay away from these. They, they, they are they're venomous. They can bite, and and uh, if you step on one, he's going to bite you. It's, there's no doubt about it. There's no getting around it. He will defend himself. And he said the best thing to do, best thing to do is if you see one, because he was explaining where they usually hang out. This was probably early spring, and it was it was sunning itself in the in the sun. I remember distinctly." And he said, you know, you see him, just give him a wide berth, you know, keep on moving. And uh, now what he wanted to do was, you know, if he gets into the yard, he said, then, then it's a different ball game. He said, out here they do, they do a lot of good. They eat, they eat mice, they, they you know, eat all kinds of vermin, all kinds of things you don't want when you have cattle, okay? Now, of course, they can be detrimental to a to a, to a cow as well, but he said most of the time uh, cows don't don't mess with them. They know better. They know better. They know better. And cows are probably some of the dumbest animals on the planet. But they know they know not to mess with this thing. 
because it it will it will bite. So anyway, he just said best thing to do is just give it a wide berth and just keep on moving. He also went into some detail about rattlesnakes, which we do have in in this this part of the country. Uh, if you hear a, a rattler, you probably ought to move the other direction. So that that's just common sense to me, right? This is coming from a man who had less than a high school education. He knew this. He knew this. The cows knew this. You don't mess with these things. You don't you don't provoke them. You, know, you, you don't play with them because they will they will attack if they're provoked and if they're cornered. Okay. So let's see. I'm five minutes into this and I'm I'm getting to a point. Believe me, I am. What I, what I'm trying to say here is. Also, also, I don't, I don't know if you are aware of this, but there are particular types, and this is moving to another type of animal. We're moving to dogs. I'm not a big, I, I, I've got a dog, but I mean, I'm not a big dog fan. It's kind of like, I, I'll pet them, and that's fine. But outside of that, I don't want to own hundreds of them. I don't, I don't care. I've got a little dachshund. He's total pain in the ass, but nonetheless. Well, there are dogs, and, and, and this, this goes for all dogs, for that matter, to some degree. But some of the ones that are at the top of the list, uh, as far as territory is concerned and protection, uh, a bull mastiff is, is probably one of the, the biggest and the most ferocious. Uh, a Moscow watchdog is another one. There's several of them. Dobermans are one of them. Um, let's see, we would say... Uh, let's see what else. Well, there's a lot of them. The point being, the dogs, they will sit there. If they know their territory and they know where it's marked off, they will protect that territory. They will. If something comes in from outside that they're not aware of or they, they don't like, they will defend that territory. There's no doubt about it. These dogs are trained, they're not only trained this way, it's genetically woven into their, into their DNA. This is what they do. They, they defend their territory. And if you encroach on it and you possibly violate it, you're going to have to deal with them. It's, it's that simple. This is just, this is, this is animal kingdom, okay? The animal kingdom. We're not talking about humans right now. We're talking about the animal kingdom. So you got snakes, you got dogs, you got most. There's a lot of most most animals will defend their territory. I mean, birds. They just do that. They just do that. Now, if you've ever heard the the uh, story of the scorpion and the frog, which I'm, I don't want to bore you with it, but if you've never heard it, it's a great story. Frogs, frogs sitting alongside of the pond. Scorpion comes up, and says, "Hey, would you mind giving me a ride to the other side of the pond?" The frog says, "Why would I do that? You'll sting me." And and the, and the scorpion says, "No, I won't. I'll ride on your back. We'll get to the other side. Everything will be fine. I won't. I won't sting you. Why would I sting you? Because if I sting you, we're both going to die, right?" So the frog goes. Eh, it's a good point. Okay, let's do this. You hop on, I'll take you over. So scorpion hops on the on the uh, frog's back. 
They take off, get about halfway out through the middle of the pond. Scorpion stings the frog. So as they're both getting ready to drown, the frog says, why did you do that? And the scorpion says, that's because it's because that's what I do. Okay. Now, great analogy. I love it. I love the story. It makes perfect sense. Now, where am I going with all this? With my, with my snake story and my dog story and now my scorpion story. Well, here's what I want to tell you. And I want you to understand this because apparently no one else in the mainstream media can follow this. Putin is defending his territory. Putin is just like the scorpion. Putin is just like the dog. He doesn't like it when people push him. He's like the snake. You leave him alone and he will not cause much trouble. But if you provoke him, if you poke him with a stick, you try to step on him, you try to cut his head off, or you encroach on his territory, he will bite. There's no doubt about it. That's just how these people are made. He is a combination of the dog, the scorpion, and the snake. It's that simple. And what we don't, we can't learn a lesson. That's what our problem is in America today. That's what the problem is with the left. That's what the problem is with this administration. They do not learn from other people's mistakes. Nigel Farage, who was the uh, uh, orchestrator of the uh, Brexit movement in, in the UK, very, very intelligent man, very good politician. I don't know if you've ever seen anything he's, he's done or listened to any kind of lectures he's done, but he is one of the smartest guys you're ever going to run into. And back in 2014, he gave a speech in front of the uh, European Union and NATO, okay? And he warned them. He warned them about provoking Putin when it came to Ukraine. Now, if, you, if you're not aware of this, when NATO first came into existence, there were only about 12 members. I, I may be wrong on that, but it, it wasn't many, okay? And the whole idea was to defend ourselves against the Soviet Union at that particular time and the Warsaw Pact, which is a group of, of countries that are that side with, with uh, the Russians, or well, with the Soviet Union at that particular time. And then in the, in the, in the early 90s, late 80s, when, when uh, the Soviet Union fell, along comes Russia, which was part of the Soviet Union. Well, when the, when the uh, Warsaw Pact dissolved, NATO started gobbling up these places and pushing their, their territory up against Putin's and Russia's. So again, with the analogy that Putin is the snake and, and NATO is, is a farmer walking along in his field, why are you going to provoke that snake? Why are you going to do that? It, what, are you, what are you going to gain from that? Especially when you've been warned and you know better. You've heard of poking the bear, right? Now that, that comes from uh, the Cold War era. You don't want to poke the bear. Exactly. You don't want to poke Russia. You don't want to poke the Soviet Union. You don't want to do that because they will bite. They will bite. But apparently we're incapable of learning this story. 
we're, we're this this lesson we're incapable of that as a i guess as a country or as a world i don't know why we think we have to do this that this has gone sideways and it's not going to go away anytime soon putin is going to remain in ukraine there's always going to be uh i guess uh up up upheaval in that area because of this yes and we have no one to blame but ourselves no one to blame but ourselves i know i know biden loves to blame putin for being a a, a madman and all that he's he's nuts i mean biden's nuts that makes no sense when you when you go up and you and you kick a copperhead or a rattlesnake and then it bites you i'm supposed to blame the the rattlesnake for that that doesn't make any sense no you knew going in that that rattlesnake would bite yeah now it's one thing to do it accidentally but it's also one to provoke it intentionally and this is what's been going on for the last eight years ever since the uh, coup in 2014 in uh, in ukraine they've been pushing and pushing and pushing and he warned nigel farage warned back in 2014 this would happen but no one's talking about it no one no one's trying to make him out to be a soothsayer you know somebody that can predict the future it wasn't that hard it really wasn't this was going to happen and we and we have no one to blame by ourselves and i'll tell you this much the victoria newlands of the world and the kagans the ones that want disruption in the world they want to they want to push war that's what these people are about the victoria newlands of the of the world she's the one who orchestrated this whole thing in 2014. she wants regime change in russia that's what they're after they wanted regime change in syria in libya uh, in iraq in afghanistan see how well that wall worked out for us overall it didn't work out at all it's caused a more unstable world it's caused countless deaths and we just continue to do it without any regard for anyone else i find that amazing but but let me just say this if if you're looking for regime change in the soviet union let me tell you something i, I had a friend of mine one time said we were talking about it was prior to the 2020 election and again i won't be able to put this on youtube because i just said the 2020 election they would throw it off uh, they would censor it but that aside this particular person said uh, and I, I was just mentioning you know the, the the election and she said well it couldn't be any worse than it is right today whoever you get it couldn't be any worse now what she was implying was that trump is so bad that no matter who you got in, in to take his place it would be better all right well we all know that's not true it can always be worse and i warned her of that i said you want to bet how much you want to bet it can be worse because it can there's no way around it it can be worse it can be so bad that you can't even imagine how bad it could be and i was right we are addressing things right now in this country that we would have never addressed otherwise if if they hadn't stolen the election in 2020 but one my that's a completely different story what i want to get to is if you have if you think that regime change in russia is a good idea let me let me let me give you a little advice here the people that are in the next tier 
okay you got Putin on top and then you got another tier it's like it's built like a pyramid of course you've got the guy at the top and then you've got people below the second and third tiers the the people who are in those positions of power for instance there's one named uh, Sergei Shoigo Shoigo I guess he's the Minister of Defense he was involved in the 2014 Crimea uh, uh, takeover uh, you've got Nikolai Patroshev. He's the Secretary of Security. He's the guy that poisoned the dissident in 2018 or 2018 with plutonium. All right. You've got Valery Gerasimov. He's the Army Chief. You've got Mikhail Mish Mishustin, I guess. Uh, He's the uh, deputy, deputy chief of the Security Council. But I won't go through all these names. But this level of people, let me tell you, they make Putin look like Gandhi. Okay? These people are deadly serious. These are the kind of people who would do things that no one would have seen coming. So, yes it can in fact be worse and you don't want any of these people near the top of that organization not even close hopefully that will play out putin has, has made his decision to invade ukraine and he'll have to live with that decision but at the end of the day saying he's a monster saying he's crazy saying he's he's out of his mind he's a lunatic uh, hell-bent on, on uh, world domination. That's nonsense. That's nonsense. Russia has the size, an economy the size of Italy, okay? It's not something we... He, obviously, they have nuclear weapons. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of countries that are out there that have nuclear weapons. Some we know of, some we don't know of. That's not the issue here. The biggest issue in this whole thing is the fact that NATO would not exist if it were not for Russia. It's that simple. And there's billions and billions of dollars to be made through NATO, through the military industrial complex, contracting, all, you, you name it. That's what this is all about. They're loving this. The NATO members are loving this. No matter what they tell you, the people behind the scenes that help pay their salaries and bribe them and give them bonuses and all that, they're loving this. They're hoping this expands. They want NATO to get, NATO to get involved in this. And Biden's too stupid to, to know that. So the coming months are going to be really kind of scary, I think. Because you really have a no-win situation. Either Putin stays in office and you don't get these crazy people in the second tier, or, or you have regime change over there, and we have God knows what happens if you put the, the second and third tier in, in power in Russia. You could be looking at a, a third world war. There's no doubt about it. These people are crazy. I mean, when you get right down to it, these people are demented. And you do not want them anywhere near the reins of power. So, anyway, that's just a, uh, I don't know, my, my take on it. It's, it's, it's not something that everybody talks about. But, again, I want to stress this. It can always be worse. Yes. Because I've said it many times, 
and I was dead wrong every time because it always can be worse. So anyway, that's all I got right now, and I appreciate you listening. And I, I had a couple of days here where I was off the air. I had a lot going on, just ran out of time during the day, and I and I and I, I feel the stress being relieved just by by talking. I, I really appreciate this. So I want to thank you for listening, uh, and I want to thank you for spreading the word. And I had a call this morning, someone wanting to know a friend of mine, uh, a listener, of course. Who was asking me about it, wanting to know where I was at, and I, 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 I took some pride in that. It made me feel good that somebody was uh, was interested in where what my my positions were on some things, and I, I, I really, I really thank you for that. Anyway, that's all I got today for right now, and we will be back with the news here shortly. A little bit of crazy, but a whole lot of right. You're listening to the Average Joe podcast with Damon Gilbert. All right, and we're back once again, and I've got the number one story I wanted to talk to you about today is that my beloved red-headed Pippi Longstocking, Miss Saki, is leaving the White House in May. She's going to MSNBC. Now, I'm not 100% sure on this, but I think I predicted this. It was going to be MSNBC. I'm going to have to go back and look at my archives. But I believe I did say that, that she would go into the professional end of uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, uh, commentary, whatever. She's, she's good riddance is what I say. There's not going to be any more circling back. Okay? Good for her. Good for her. Go make your money. No one watches MSNBC anyway. So you have a lot of fun with that. I mean, speaking of that, if you've noticed, CNN Plus, you know, the pay-per-view end of CNN, they're already laying off people. This is the one Chris Wallace went to. Okay, he, he, he took it, he dropped his, he, he left his position at Fox as one of the uh, statesmen, you know, as far as, you know, uh, commentators or, or, or newscasters. He left that position because they offered him money at CNN. He went over to CNN. They're already laying off people. I mean... Think about it. CNN can't keep people to, to watch their show for free. Why in God's name would you pay for it? Right? So I don't feel sorry for any of them. Saki will probably have the same problem. Because doing that's a little different than a White House gig. It just is. It is. Some people can do it. Some people can't. And I've seen the ones that can and the one that can't. She's one that can't. We'll see how it works, though. Uh, let's see. Congress has got a 21% approval rating according to Gallup. And I don't know about you, but I I'm amazed that it's 21%. I really am. I don't know I don't know who took this this poll, but as far as I'm concerned, 21% is probably twice what you deserve. That's my thought on it because I don't I don't approve of Congress at any level of anything they do. Uh, even if you're even if you work there and you're trying your best to do what's right, it doesn't matter. I don't want to hear it because I don't think you're worth a damn. I really don't. You know, because you can be corrupted, and, and that's terrible to say. But uh, nonetheless, uh, Washington Post says the seven-hour gap in January 6 White House call logs, they're comparing that to the 18-minute gap in the Nixon tapes. Well, come to find out, that story was all bullshit, too. They made that up. Not that the seven-hour gap didn't exist, but it happens all the time. It happens to every White House. There's no getting around that. People use their cell phones. They use landlines. It doesn't matter that this was a nonsense. Another nonsense story coming from the Washington Post. 
one, supposedly at one point one of the one of the uh, uh, I guess the main newspapers in the United States besides the uh, New York Times they have really fallen on some weird times they have fallen to the point where you can't believe them at any level the Washington Post folks the Washington Post supposed to be the main stream well not even mainstream but I mean the Rock of Gibraltar, I guess is what you'd call them. I mean, they're the ones that broke the, 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 the uh, Bernstein and, uh, you know, the, the Watergate uh, thing. They're the ones that broke that. The Washington Post was. God, how far we have fallen, right? Just because you don't tell the truth. That's what it's all about. Yeah, because you have an agenda. Well, let's see. Truth Social provides new evidence of big tech shadow banning conservatives. Not that that's news to anyone, but big tech does shadow ban. And if you don't know what shadow banning is, say I have a, uh, a channel on, on uh, YouTube. Uh, they don't like my positions on things. That I'm a conservative or I, or I point out conservative views. They will take me and keep me from being found by anyone. Okay, that you can't even sometimes in searching you you will not find my my uh, not just mine but there's millions of them out there. They're shadow banned. You're 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 impossible to find. They don't want anyone finding you. That's how they do it. Twitter does it. Facebook does it. They all do it. Well, they they're finding out through True Social, which is Trump's new uh, social media platform. They're finding out that. Even with less viewers, less followers, some of these conservatives are actually getting more attention on his platform, on True Social's platform, than they would on YouTube or Twitter where they have maybe 10 times as many followers. They're getting more, more uh, interaction with their people, which proves it beyond a shadow of a doubt that they, that they censor conservatives. It's real simple. It's exactly what it is, what's going on. Uh, let's see. Number five, uh, uh, Biden's support among blacks has crashed from, get this. I, I, not that this is surprising, believe me. But black Americans are the cornerstone of the Democratic Party. They really are. The, the Democrat Party. I'm sorry, Democratic Party. Democrat Party. They are the main feeding source for the Democratic Party. They really are, blacks and Hispanics. Biden's support in nine months from blacks has dropped from 88% to 56%. That, my friends, is a disaster. That is a disaster for every Democrat I don't care if you're running for dog catcher in your area. This is a disaster. A disaster that was orchestrated and created by the very people in the Democratic Party who, are, are, who, who, who caused this. They're the ones that came up with this idea. Yeah. And what have they done? They've driven away their largest voting block. They really are. Yeah. I feel no remorse whatsoever for them. I get things in the mail, and I, I did for years, from the Democratic Party, wanting money, the DNC. This is back years ago. And I had to write them several letters to tell them, 
I will give you nothing. Quit bothering me. You people are a waste of time. I've done the same thing to the RNC. The RNCs, they still continue to send me stuff, which I don't know why they do that. Because I have written, I've been very specific about that. I have told them, because they're always wanting money. They use Trump's name. They use DeSantis' name. They're, they're, they're scumbags. Okay, RNC's no better than DNC. It's, it's, it's the same thing. It's just different uniforms. They do the same thing. They're paid by the same people. It, it, it's ridiculous. But the RNC, I told them, I said, I tell you what, I said, I'll give you the exact amount of money that you gave Trump in 2016. That's the, I'll make a donation of, in, in, in that amount, which was zero, okay? The RNC gave him zero money in 2016. So they can all take a flying leap. They really can. Uh, let's see. Next story. White House maintains the discredited narrative that Hunter Biden didn't make any money from China, even though his dad said he did. Yeah. So they're sticking with that. All right. Because the the news press secretary, who is Kate Benningfield, I believe, is she's the one taking over for Saki and the little black gal, the Pierre slash whatever the hell her name is, because they both got COVID. So that's fine. Whatever. But they're sticking with this this narrative. They're sticking with that, that Hunter Biden did not make any money from China. Really. That's funny because it's been said over and over again, and there's proof of it, that he did make money. So I'm going to see how they, how they spin this. I, they're hoping it goes away. I know that's what they're doing. And good luck with that. Because I, I think even CBS and NBC are tired of this. They really are. They're saying, you know what? We're going to go after this guy. We're going to go after Biden because for a long time, this Hunter Biden story, the, the laptop was supposed to be Russia, Russia disinformation, right? That's what we were told. We were told it was disinformation. Russians are coming after us. You know, they're, they're lying to us. And then come to find out yeah, the, 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 the story is true. It's, it's been true all along, but we wanted to get through the 2020 election and steal the election. So the only way we could do that was to cover up this story. Now it's coming out. So... I, this one, this next story, I, I tell you, I got to tell you this, and and um, I, this really, this really bothered me. Apparently, there is a uh, medical student. Her name is, and it's a, it's a okay. I'm going to use her proper pronouns, she or her. Okay. Her name, her name is K. Period. Dell. D E L. She's Oriental of some kind. Okay. Doesn't matter. It, it, that really doesn't matter. She's a Wake Forest uh, medical student in the School of Medicine. Okay. She tweeted out the other day. She's right now. She's on uh, leave of absence. Okay. She's she's placed on leave of absence. She tweeted, and I saw the tweet. Okay. She she, she tweeted that uh, she's suggesting, and actually I even thought it was more than suggesting. She was admitting that she had injured a patient over her over a pronoun dis, okay? Now what happened was, apparently she was drawing blood from a, a particular, I believe it was a male. Now, of course, I'm not a biologist, but that's what they, I was told that it's a male, okay? It said um, she, was, she was drawing blood from him. And apparently, so the story goes, and this is what she put on her tweet. She said, I had a patient I was doing blood draw on see my pronoun uh, pin. She's got a pronoun pin on her on her lapel. And apparently he was he loudly laughed to the staff and said, 
she or her? Well, of course it is. What other pronouns even are there? Okay, he dissed her a little bit. He was just saying, well, of course there is. He or her, or she or uh, she or her, of course, you're a woman. So, I mean, that's a way, I don't know that I would have reacted. I don't think I would have laughed out loud, but the, the, the premise was there. I would, have, I would have thought to myself, well, of course there is. So what she say, this gal says, now she admits this on a tweet. She says, I missed his vein. So, that, okay, she says, I missed his vein so that he had to get stuck twice. She intentionally, she's telling you that she caused pain. She inflicted pain on another human being for something they said. And then she wonders why she's on, on leave of absence. Well, I tell you what, in my opinion, she should be banned from the medical profession for being stupid, if nothing else. Why would you put that out there? Why would you put a tweet out there that you intentionally harmed another human being? Because you, you got your feelings hurt. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see. CBS reporter asks pinch hitter press secretary Kate Benningfield uh, about the Hunter Biden issue. And she says, I don't have anything to add from the podium. Okay. Well, good. That's better. That's the new circle back uh, phrase. Okay. Remember that. I want, I want you to remember that. I don't have anything to add from the podium. That, that's the new circle back answer. Yeah. Uh, let's see. UK government admits the COVID vaccines are gene therapy. Now, I'm not going to go into that, but a lot of people, and me included, have been saying for a long time that these are not actual vaccines based on the definition of vaccines. This, these are, this is actually gene therapy, and it gets in. What it does is it goes in and it screws with your DNA. Now, the UK government just admitted that in a study, and they're getting money for that in order to pursue that. So just to give you a heads up, anytime anybody says anything about the vaccines, you can gladly and easily state that it's not a vaccine. It's actually gene therapy. And you can prove it. Just look it up. Just look it up. Uh, let's see. And on a lighter note and a lighter, dumber note is uh, we're going to talk about Joe Biden for just a second here. He was... Um, he was revving up his Corvette, which has got 250 horsepower, and he was trying to explain to you the uh, to the masses that uh, this the way to solve your 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 uh, your uh, financial problems right now is to go out and buy a $55,000 electric car. As he's sitting in a Corvette, acting like a tough guy that he thinks he is, revving up the engine, telling every, you know, showing how powerful he is, uh, an extension of the penis as far as I'm concerned. That's, that, I've always thought that. This guy is, is he's, like, he's like a bad joke. But I just thought that was pretty condescending. So you and I are having trouble filling up our gas tanks. Somehow or other, we're able to go out and buy a $55,000 electric car that'll save us $80 a month in gas. That's the kind of mentality we're dealing with right now. And that's why we're in a lot of trouble. And again, I go back to what I said before. Uh, could it be worse? Absolutely. I think we're going to have to go through that with Kamala Harris. They're going to have to 25th this, this idiot because there's no getting around it. His time has come. His time has come to go. It's just going to get worse and worse. And I hope they don't, you know, I, I think for the good of the country, we need to go through this right now. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid, you know, right off. You just pull it, you know. But we're going to have to go through this because we've got an idiot vice president 
that's going to be a show too to just watch that play out but you're going to have to 25th this guy he, he's beyond help and it's just far too late and we need to do something before it is too late and that i don't know that time's coming so anyway that's all i got today and let's see it's it's uh april fool's day by the way uh Happy April Fool's Day. Doesn't mean anything to me, but happy April Fool's. So that means it's April 1, 2022, and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe Podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.